You don't like Meghan Markle? Markle? Here's my new favorite meme. <laughs> <laughs> I broke up the Beatles. Hold my beer. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine's Instagram handle. Is that how you say it? Instagram handle? You're asking me? Yeah. No, is uh, shame on Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? My name is Brian Williams, and I am the pastor of Restoration Church in Traverse City, Michigan. Thanks so much for allowing us into your digital life and tuning in to this message. If you'd like to get involved with anything we have going on, you can do so at restorationtc.com. While you're there, you can find out about events, get to know a little bit more about what we believe, and you can also give a donation. Now, we're set up a little different than most in that we have a community account where 100% of your donation goes directly back into the community, both locally and globally. We've partnered with organizations like Freedom Builders here in Traverse City, World Orphans, and Charity Water. We also have an overhead account that helps fund the mission and vision of the church. Our vision is people following Jesus, and our mission is transparency, community, and change. Thanks again for checking out the message. Now let's get to it. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy uh, New post. Year. <laughs> We're in that weird, weird week between Christmas and New Year where everything is in like a vortex and just yeah. you don't know what happens. I already took it off for next year. I'm taking the week off of work next year. I already wrote it on the calendar. It's the Bermuda Triangle of the calendar. That's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. The world shuts down. It just is kind of nothingness. Well, the retail world doesn't shut down. Right. Well, they've got all their after Christmas sales. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That happened. Like, I got an email (laughs) from Guitar Center, maybe, on Christmas Day. Wow. Don't miss out on (laughs) our our shopping uh, clearance something or other. It's like... For real, Jeez. one one day you can't stop for one day with pushing more gear. All right, I'll buy it. No, no, I didn't, <laughs> Such I didn't a good deal. Anything. Yeah, I didn't buy anything funny. on Christmas Day. Well, somebody I know is looking for a set of flannel sheets, and I said, well, fortunately Christmas is over. All the bathing suits will be in the store. They'll probably be given flannel sheets yeah, away. Yeah, that's right. Got to make room for summer. Even though we'll still need them for six months here. Yeah. Yeah, it will be June before you don't need your flannel sheets anymore but the good news is we have successfully passed the longest day of the or shortest day of the year right the longest night of the year now the days are getting longer now they're getting longer it's all looking up from here on out (laughs) yeah kind of maybe so like instead of getting dark at 502 it's dark at 504 yeah but that's longer and the sun now rises at 827 (laughs) Instead of 825, <laughs> 9. No, that'd be going the wrong know. way. I'm yeah. usually going the wrong way. Wrong way, Kelly. Is that Was that your nickname in college? No, it was not. <laughs> oh. I don't know. No, it was not. All right. We won't. I we didn't won't. socialize in college. No? At all. I was married with a kid by then. Yeah. Uh, so I went to school and went home. 
I was married after two years of college, but I went to community college first, and so that doesn't even count. No, that's like high school. That's just extended high school. But it's a great way to save money. It you sure was. And I got a MEEP scholarship. MEEP. Remember MEEP? They don't do that anymore. They don't? Math, English. I don't even know what it was stood for. MEEP. MEEP. Math. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, of course you do. You're a teacher. Me, I, Math, and I don't remember. English, arithmetic, and... <laughs> Privacy. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that's what it was. That was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh. Never mind. Right. Uh, so I had a MEEP scholarship, so I, I went for free. I wonder why they stopped doing that. Because there's so much money in this state. We have like billion dollar surplus or something just from COVID money. Oh, let alone all the where did all the lottery money go? When when remember when they made lotteries legal and all that money was going to the school system? Thought it goes to the school systems. And now every year we all we hear about is teachers using their using their own money to pay for their classroom supplies and everything. Yeah, yeah. I know we got to bring pencils and stuff in every year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say in regards to that? Oh, and then Nickname. I went. Then I went to uh, a Christian college for a semester. So the parties were probably epic. Oh my word! No, <laughs> I helped a guy buy a couch at a Goodwill, and then I hung out with him a couple of times. I forget his name. We were really close, and obviously. <laughs> and then I got married. There you go. And this was before online classes, so I didn't. I didn't go back. Mine until, was before online. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I did I did get an associate's degree eventually, but I don't use it. I don't even know. I, I don't even remember anything I learned. Nothing? There was an associate's degree in business management. The only thing I remember is in the at the Christian college, I took a New Testament class. I enjoyed that. One of my favorite classes was history of the death penalty. I have a history English a, degree. There's a class just on the history of the death penalty? Mm-hmm. Wow. When you get into the more um, senior level and yeah. there's more electives. Yeah. That was an elective, I think, my junior or senior year of college. It was very interesting. Huh. Jesus was part of that class because that was a common means of the death penalty Crucifixion. back then. Mm-hmm. It was great. Interesting. I got an A on a paper that I wrote under false pretenses. I remember you sharing that. Uh huh. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't even know how we got here right we now. We usually don't. No, it just kind either. of spiraled into this. I feel like I'm mumbling too. Oh, it was because of your nickname. Wrong way, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a joke. There was a friend, I had a friend called Kelly when I lived in Jackson, and she spelled her name with the I instead of a Y. So we called each other wrong way. Oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. See, I was right. It's just um, off by about 15 years. Well, see, I have a prophetic gift for the past. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like I how I just dream. called you wrong way, Kelly. And I didn't know about that. Not at all. But I shared it. See, prophetic to the past. That's impressive. <laughs> It's a spiritual gift you wouldn't understand. Yeah, um, it's in the second book of Hesitations. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, That's where you can find that. Yeah. Homeboy. Um, 
So, Sunday was Christmas, and I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. And I hope you've got a good New Year coming up in 2023. Or I, I'm, I'm, here's... Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm all ears. I don't enjoy odd numbers. Is that why your kids are all born in even years? Probably. Uh, oh, they weren't. But here's my conundrum. Yeah. Well, no, they weren't. They were all born in odd years. That's right. But here's the thing. I was born in 84. So, great. Good job, me. Way to be born then. Yay, you. Um, Is that a prophetic pronouncement? Yeah. It was a prophetic past pronouncement. A PPP. <laughs> prophetic past pronouncement. Yeah. A triple P. <laughs> That's your new nickname. <laughs> Yo, triple P, what up? <laughs> so we'll I continue. am now 38 years old, which I like. I like an even number. And for a couple of months, it's great because it's the year 2022 and I am 38 years old. The problem is next week, it's now going to be 2023, and I'm 38 years old. So I love how old I am, but I hate the year that it is. That's interesting. And why? I don't know. I just like even numbers. I like odd numbers. They're just smoother. No. Yeah, they are. I like odd numbers. Soft soft lines. That's, that defines even numbers. Soft lines. Two, See, except math. for maybe a four. That's a pointy, hard number. But it's a, yeah, it's a straight line. It's a though. weapon. You can stab a someone four. with a four. Even regardless so of how one, you write the a four. A one is a sword. <laughs> Whether it's the four with the open top or the four with the, the triangle triangle top, it's a weapon. You can stab somebody with that. And the bottom of the four is the handle. So I can oh, it's like a knife. Well, okay. Other than that, though. So four can... Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably edit that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. Um, two, four, six. Very soft number. Eight. Great soft number. Mm -hmm. But one, three, five. They just... Ugh. <laughs> Seven, nine. Uh, they're just the worst. But seven is the number of completeness. Yeah. And six is not. Oh, man. Three is a trinity. Seven is completeness. Uh, six is what? Six is just a soft number. For Satan? Right? No. Only three of them in a row. Okay. Anyway. I don't know why we're on this tangent now <laughs> either. either. But welcome to the podcast. Uh, we hope your Christmas was merry, and we hope your New Year is good. That's how we started this whole thing out. Yeah. Um, we did a different message this past week. Uh, first of all, we had the blizzard of the century, apparently. Uh, can yeah. you say that? Because it's 2000 to 2022. Yeah, I guess. I don't know that we've had a worse <laughs> one in 20 years, right? Maybe. I, I think 78 was worse, and that well, was that, within 100 years ago. But that was, but that the was a 1900s. different century. <laughs> that was the 20th century. Yeah, now we're in the 21st century. I guess technically you could call it the blizzard of the century. Boom. So there far. we go. So far. Okay, so we survived, most of us. 
the blizzard yep. of the century. We sure did. I was waiting to read the news about, but I don't follow the news much, electric cars being stranded in blizzards and running out of power and what would happen. I saw that a few years ago, but I didn't see it. I didn't either. This time around. That would just scare me to have an electric car and get caught in a blizzard. Because hmm. if you are if you need a charge, what are you supposed to do? I just try not to go out in a blizzard. Well, there's that. Yeah, I never left the house from <laughs> Friday to Sunday. I didn't either. Well, uh, technically nope, from Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, I went to my... Uh, Carson had to work on Saturday morning. Ugh. But that was it. That was the only thing we did. Would it be sad to admit this, and you can edit it out if it is, <laughs> that I put my PJs on Friday night after work and realized when I woke up Sunday morning... <laughs> You're still in I them. Was still in the same. Ones. I think that's great. I think <laughs> it was awesome. I think that is a wonderful weekend. That was a win right there. Yeah. 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 Well, um, we did a message on Sunday on Christmas. We started a brand new series called "His Story, My Life," and I'm really excited about this series. Me too. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, I'm yeah. It's it's different again than what we've done in the past, but we're looking at the life of Christ chronologically from birth to ascension, and naturally, uh, or supernaturally, <laughs> we focused on the birth of Christ on Christmas morning. Um, we had our student ministries and marketing director Caleb Peterson on with us, and if you watched, if you were li- if you were listening, then this doesn't apply. But if you watched. You saw a couple little elves popping their head up uh, behind me. (laughs) That would have been my girls. And so that was fun. Um, But we did this message on the birth of Christ, and it was a shorter message. Uh, It was only like a half hour long. Um, And so we want to dive into that a little bit. And there's a couple of things that we talked about that I want to expound on just a little bit more. Um, and we can go through these in whatever order you want to. Groovy. Uh, one of them being God's timing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend too much time on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we kind of answered that question a little bit about why why wait 400 years, um, which I thought was really, really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, as a student of history. Yeah. I don't. That escaped me until you brought that up a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That at that time in history, that was the hub. Bethlehem yeah. was the hub. Yep. Of the trade routes. Yep. Pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, we brought up uh, doing. Carson said he was kind of confused by this, so this is partly why I wanted to bring it back up. <laughs> Doing the right thing the wrong way, the wrong thing the right way, or the right thing the right way. But the, you can also just flat out do the wrong thing the wrong way as well. Um, That's called Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He did the wrong thing the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a prime example. It pretty much, I mean, we could go back to serial killers if you want. Easily. Any serial killer is doing the wrong thing the wrong way. I meant to write this down. Okay. A serial killer was arrested since we talked about serial killers. Oh, really? Like a new one. I'll have to look into that. Oh. I can't believe I forgot about Ted Bundy. 
Seriously. I know. I think he's the scariest one because yeah, he was absolutely. like a nice guy right. that you would just hang out with. Yeah. And then boom, you're dead. It was like California, Colorado, and Florida, I believe, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. The wrong thing, the wrong, the wrong way, way, is basically a serial killer. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's the example for or that Or Meghan one. Markle. <laughs> <laughs> or her, I guess. Uh I don't Dead know what to air. say about that. So we'll go on. Um, <laughs> the the wrong thing, the right way. So the the reason we brought this up is we were talking about Joseph um, and how he could have divorced her. And that would have been totally appropriate, culturally speaking. Right. But it was the wrong thing. And why was it the wrong thing? If it was culturally appropriate. Because the angel said, don't divorce her. There you go. <laughs> Just wanted to clear the air and make sure yeah. everyone So knew the angel that. said, don't divorce her. Uh, up until that point, he was going to be doing the wrong thing, but he was going to go about it the right way. So sometimes in life, we do the wrong thing, and we're doing it the right way. And, and that's a weird place to be, where mm-hmm. you find yourself, oh, man, I've been doing the wrong thing. It, it's not malicious. Right, I guess is is the main thing That's about a good like distinction. Like he could have, like taken Mary down, like totally trashed her. Yeah, gone public with that. Would have been doing the wrong thing the wrong way. Right, I if, mean correct. <laughs> yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could have made a whole public proclamation about the whole thing and just completely tarnished her and ruined her for the rest of her life. Hmm. But he chose, well, he was choosing to divorce her quietly, which was going to be just, don't let anybody know, this is fine, Mm -hmm. it's okay, because he still had, you know, I don't know, a respect and love for Mary, you know? Um, So he could have done things that way, uh, but it still would have been the wrong thing. Um, Yes. And and we can find ourselves doing the wrong thing, but doing them the right way. Uh, and this is kind of where you get into what's God calling you to do, and are you doing what God's calling you to do? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've talked about that before. But you, you're you're doing things the right way, but you're doing the wrong thing. Right. I mean, correct. Correct. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to do my best, Ed McMahon impression this whole podcast correct (laughs) see no one's old enough now to remember johnny carson and ed mcmahon yeah and whenever he agreed with johnny carson he said he had this dorky voice and it'd be like correct (laughs) and he would laugh like that yes oh that's how i remember it okay because i'm not 38 like you i'm 55 yeah i was born in an odd year it's an odd number i know but it's just it's nice and even and symmetrical. Yeah, five five. I'm the speed limit. Yes, you are. Because I was born in sixty. Depends on what road you're on. This is true. I was once the national speed limit. Maybe. What? I don't know. What's the national speed limit? There isn't one. Oh. I couldn't stop saying it in time, <laughs> and it just came out. I didn't know that was a thing. It was all jumbled in my head. Okay. Um. So yeah, doing the wrong thing the right way. Does that make sense? Is that clear? It's clear to me. Okay. 
Well, if it's not clear to somebody, let us know. Let them know. And then you can be doing the right thing, but doing it the wrong way. Yes. So here's, so Joseph doing the right thing was staying married or staying betrothed. He wasn't married yet to Mary. Uh, there's a difference between being engaged, being betrothed, and being married. There are three different things. So did they get three parties? Maybe. Weddings lasted a week, didn't they? A long they? time. Yeah. But like the parents would decide these two are gonna marry each other. And that's that's the engagement part. Right. The betrothal. 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 Betrothal? Betro- that sounds like brothel. That sounds like brothel. Let's just not call it that. Being betrothed. <laughs> Is uh like you you would have to be divorced at that point. So there's like it's like an in between of being engaged and being married in this culture. And so they right. could have he in order for him to to he would have had to break vows at that point. Correct. Um, and so divorce her. So he didn't do that. He did the right thing because the angel said, "Don't divorce her." And so he did not. He could have done it the wrong way though. He could have been grumpy. <laughs> he could have made her life miserable. He right. could ha- there's so many things that he could have done again, but he doesn't do any of them. But that's doing the right thing the wrong way. So sometimes we begrudgingly will do the right thing. I, I think about this with my kids, right? Yes. Like, oh, it's time you got to go clean your room. And they'll do it, but they'll do it with a poor attitude. They'll do it like kicking and screaming the whole way through, and it's just like, man, I don't want to do this, and they're just throwing Loud a big fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yes, they're cleaning their room, but they're going about it the wrong way. And that is where we find ourselves a lot in life as well, I believe, mm-hmm. where we're doing things the right... We're doing the right thing, but we're we're going about it the, the wrong, wrong way. way. Um, gosh, there's... I mean, there's so many there's examples of, of exam- that. Any like, family example. yeah. Or we've talked about this before, the dude uh, cherry festival, right? Oh, yeah. Or or, or any street type of thing where people are like, you know what I'm talking about? They're holding up signs, whatever. Like, like the right thing is stand up for what's right. That's the right thing. But you're going about it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there's a good thing there. Like, like hold to your beliefs and and. And you want to make known what you what you're for, but don't but don't do it in that like you're well, you're you're pushing people away. Another example is and and man, if this doesn't get you hate mail, I got nothing. But the summer of 2020, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, when they wanted to draw attention to police brutality being yeah. maybe more against black people than white people. Yep. Uh, they want to draw attention to it. They destroyed their neighborhoods. Yeah. They destroy, and then a, they the good thing is to bring attention to that. Yeah. And let's have some reforms, and and then there are bad cops, but not all of them. Uh-huh. And let's take care of the issue. The bad wrong way to go about it is destroy businesses and neighborhoods and make them unsafe and yeah accuse every cop and the, and then you want to disband the police force. How does that help the issue? So yeah. right thing, bring attention to something that's very important and we need to face and deal with yep. and correct. Yep. 
wrong way, destroy yeah. neighborhoods and businesses and livelihoods. And I don't even know how many people died during that summer Yeah, as a result. But there's definitely a wrong way to do things, even yes. if it's the right thing. Right. I mean, correct. Correct. Mm. That's ha, an ha, extreme ha. example. Yeah. They're yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And then you've got doing the right thing the right way, which is really awesome when that happens. Yeah. And that's what you see Joseph doing is doing the right thing the right way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we don't know much about Joseph after this because uh, there's just not much written. We don't even know how much longer he lived after right. this. He died relatively young. Yeah. Yep. So, but but to see that he did the right thing the right way. And, um, man, and, and I said this in the message, that's when that's when you see the power of God showing up. I mean, you see the power of God showing up, I think, regardless of whatever whatever right. we're doing. But uh, when you're at the center of what he's asking you to do, like, there's where peace comes in. There's where contentment comes in. There's where... Uh, you know, all those really wonderful, there's where joy comes in. You're doing things the right way, and you're doing the right things. C.S. Lewis coined a phrase called surprised by joy. Mm. And that was how he described those moments. Those are the most, um, those are the most heavenly moments you'll get on earth is when that comes together and you see God at work and everything is right. Yeah. It's not as common, obviously, but... Yeah. He, he called that being surprised by joy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the reason we now look to Jesus is because he did the right thing the right way <laughs> every single time. His entire life was, mm-hmm. was the right thing the right way. And so he's the example. He is our Savior. He's why we celebrate Christmas, all that kind of stuff, because of what he's done for us. Um, yeah, he's the ultimate example of the right thing the right way. And I think the ultimate example of the right thing the wrong way would be how those who opposed him yeah. dealt with it because they they had in their mind what a Savior was going to do when he finally arrived yeah. to save Israel. Mm-hmm. And mostly they thought it was a political Savior, someone who was going to take care of the oppression here on earth during this time, and that's not what he was. So they, they wanted to do that. That would have been the right thing, freedom, yep. but the wrong way, because he wanted us to have spiritual freedom. I have an interesting thought on the Pharisees and the religious people of that day I that I was I was it. studying this morning, and it's for this Sunday. I'll share it off air with you. Okay. So if you guys want to hear it, you're going to have to show Come up to on Sunday. Sunday. Um, but it has something to do with why they did what they did and why they were doing what they were doing. I can't wait to hear it. It's based on what I was reading this morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to share that with you all on Sunday uh, if you're going to be here. So, um, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Correct about that. (laughs) Doing the, the, uh, the people in that day, the religious people that day, Pharisees, Sadducees, Mm -hmm. chief priests, all of the, that whole sect of people, uh, was doing, the the right thing the wrong way. Correct. They made it more about the letter of the law than... And all of the traditions and laws yep. they created and added to the 10 yeah. original. Yeah. So we can look at... I mean, that's a good exercise for us in our own lives. Are we are we doing... Like, you can go through that list. Am I just flat out doing the wrong thing? Uh, am I doing the wrong thing, but I'm doing it the right way? 
um, then I'm just not where I'm supposed to be? Or am I doing the right thing the wrong way? Am I going about it begrudgingly <laughs> and just hate what I'm doing and, and letting everybody know that I'm I'm doing this and, and kind of playing the martyr yeah. card there? Or are we just doing what God's called us to do um, the right thing the right way? Nice and I'm sure in our way. and I'm sure in our lives we can look back and and even now we can see example after example and maybe in in multiple different areas of our lives. But you have PPP, so you can tell us yeah. where we've done that. Yes. Past prophetic. Yep. Prophecy. Yep. Something I already forgot. <laughs> prophetic past proclamation. That's it. Is me. Um, you had written something down we talked about this beforehand you had written something else down that you wanted to it's kind of along the lines of this with the heart issue and that is differentiating between mary asking the angel how is this going to happen and zechariah asking the angel how is this going to happen because she was highly favored and blessed he was punished and couldn't talk until john was born so why why same question, two opposite results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's that heart issue mm-hmm. where he asked it defiantly. Like, uh, you're right. This is really going to happen. Yeah. He asked it with, yeah, like, uh, what, what word did I use? I should have well, brought we my can't, notes out. I can't say the word I used. We've established that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Correct. But, he, yeah, he asked it in a way that uh, he just, he didn't he didn't believe it. Like well, in he, your message, you you called one awe and wonder, yep, and you called his from a place of skepticism, skepticism and unbelief. Unbelief, that's right. Yeah, yep, yep, and 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 that's the biggest thing. And then you see Mary going about it uh, and asking the exact same question, but it was filled with like, how is this really going to happen? Yeah, how can this be? You know, like. I believe it's going to happen, but how in the world is this going to happen? Right. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. So what? <laughs> yeah. It's... Big difference. A huge difference. And I think that's how we need to approach uh, faith, uh, our, our, our walks as well, is not with skepticism and unbelief. I mean, mm-hmm. that's going to lead to... Uh, skepticism and unbelief is going to lead to, uh, like... What's the big thing right now? Deconstructing mm-hmm. your faith or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's a big buzzword right now. Has been for a couple of years now. Like de, I'm I'm doing I'm saying the right thing, right? Deconstructing. I think you are. Yeah, um, that's that's what that's going to lead to is that you'll pick it apart until you've got nothing. Yep. But if you open it up with awe and wonder, like how in the world is this even possible? Like. In such a great way, um, it's well. And again, I don't. I have my ideas of what this means, but there's one unforgivable sin that I know of in mm. Scripture, and that's unbelief. Mm-hmm. And I say, my understanding of that is it's unforgivable because if you don't believe, you don't go to heaven. That's right. And. That's that. I yep. mean, it's a black and white issue to me. Yep. But where does this kind of a sin of unbelief lead? I mean, it's forgivable, obviously, this one. But but unbelief is a huge issue that I don't think we talk about 
Yeah. Very much because we. That's the right thing the wrong way. You can you can mask your unbelief. And if you don't take care of that as a root issue, and and turn it into faith and choose to believe, yep. then it can lead to the opposite. Yep. Then you could, you could maybe go so far as to renounce all of it. Yeah. And say you don't even believe Jesus is who He says He is. Yep. Too, too smart. Like it's hard for a very intelligent person. I agree. Because they want to overanalyze everything, and you cannot, you can't analyze faith. Right. You'll drive yourself insane. Well, and that's the simplicity of the gospel, too. I mean, right. and we kind of talked about it on Sunday, was was the, the simplicity of it. Like, just... He was born. He was born. <laughs> and that was all that there was to it. Like, the, the, the really, really smart people can't wrap their minds around it. Like, just the simplicity of the gospel mm-hmm. and what it means. Like, there's got to be more. There's got to be something deeper. There's got to be some sort of hidden meaning. And it's just straightforward so that all people may know that he is the Lord. Like that's, it's not Da Vinci coding, like this whole (laughs) thing. Like there's not some secret wonder to it. It's just like the wonder is its simplicity. And um, like, could that really be all that it is? And yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. Well, he says, have faith like a child. Right. And there's a reason for that. We overcomplicate so many things. Because children, there's that awe and wonder of it, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I believe the children are our are future. The future. Children are the Lead future. Lead them well. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. Maybe, like, so, my my kids, we did, we did the Santa thing. Mm-hmm. Um because it's fun for it us. It is fun. I did the Santa thing when I was a kid, and I turned out okay. If Hey, if your conviction is you don't want your kids to talk about Santa and believe in Santa because then that's going to make them not believe in God, you've done a pretty poor job of Kill describing Joy. who God is. <clears throat> but I, either way, that's fine. If that's what you want to do with your kids and you want to just make them be miserable for the rest <laughs> of their lives, that's fine. And ostracized and yeah. feel like an outsider and an outcast in our culture. But, but I okay, but seriously, it's all right if if that's what you want to do. Um. So we did we did the Santa thing, and uh, I I was shocked at how long it's lasted. To be <laughs> honest with you, um, our third Lila just like this is the first year she finally figured out that you know. It's Mom you. and dad are, are being Santa. Yeah. And it and and it's only because she saw the wrapping paper uh <laughs> this past I don't know, at some point this past year she saw the wrapping paper that was the same wrapping paper that was used on Oops. her her Christmas presents. And I was like, Yeah, okay. So we bought all new wrapping paper this year. Um <laughs> but uh Elena still believes and has this awe and wonder about it. And and even like on Christmas Eve she was like all Christmas Eve day, she was like, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to, I want to see Santa so that I can tell my friends that I saw Santa and like, and because there's some of her friends that don't think Santa is real. And so she was just like, I'm going to make sure that, that they know. Right. And then, uh, I don't know what happened, but Saturday night she was like, um, I don't need to see Santa. I just choose to believe. And I was like, (laughs) 
Brilliant. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, like, that was it. And so she just gets to enjoy that. And, and, and then the other three, I mean, they still enjoy Christmas, but, you know, there's a skepticism now and unbelief. Of like, ah, eh, whatever. You know, yeah. th- you lose some of the magic of... You really do. ...of uh, just the whole thing. Um, and the mystery. Yeah. So, th- but that's the difference between that awe and wonder and the skeptical and unbelief. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I choose to believe that Jesus is who he said he was. And I think there's a whole lot of history and, uh, and, and, and evidence that backs it all up. You can read the case for Christ if you want to, which is a great book. Yes. Um, if you're into that sort of thing and you like the, the evidence based thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but approach it with awe and wonder, not with this needs to be disproven, right? but I'm going to, that, that was the faith of a child, right? Like, that's what I was getting to. There, now I'm back. <laughs> it's back. With, with Elena, is she's just going to choose to believe with awe and wonder. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to let anything get in the way of that. And so that's kind of the nice part about our faith is if you have faith like a child is what Jesus says. And you don't, I I like what you, you, it was kind of an aside. If you're, um, when you said, if you're afraid to talk to your kids about, or let your kids enjoy Santa, then you have a skewed vision of God. Yeah. If you feel like you have to defend him and explain it, as opposed to when people ask you, um, I choose to believe he's shown himself in my life and, you know, you keep it simple. He doesn't need us to defend him. No. You have a very narrow view of God if you think he needs you to defend him. And 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 what's our viewpoint of God when we're getting him mixed up with Santa? Right. This this jolly guy who just comes every once a year and gives gifts and brings joy and happiness and fun. That's that so so my viewpoint of God is just somebody who's going to give me stuff. Mm-hmm. And just this thing in the sky that nobody sees that's just going to continue to give me stuff, we're going to get that confused with Santa. And if he doesn't give me stuff, I'm going to be mad at him and not <laughs> believe in him. You don't exist now because right. you didn't Oh, give if me Santa stuff. doesn't exist, then neither does God because they're the same? No, 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 no. No, not I hope your close. faith is more deeper. You can't say that. I know, that was weird. That's in- inappropriate. I hope your faith is deeper. I didn't have to say more deeper. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your faith is deeper than that. Well where done. Where God is not just this genie in the sky that's giving you whatever you want. Or we look at him through our lens of our limited brain function on earth. Like we touched on it last week. Yeah. We can't put our limits onto God. What? That's ridiculous. Right. I think to try and view him through your understanding of how things work. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Explain it all the way and suck the fun out of everything. Yeah. What about, this will be fun, I, I didn't plan on going here, but one argument I've heard for not letting kids believe in Santa is because then your kids are going to think you're a liar when they discover that perhaps mom and dad have been putting presents under the tree their whole life. 
And so I've heard people say, well, then my kids will think I'm lying. Right. And they're not going to ever believe anything I say. Yeah, that's the foundation for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe they will. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I, I, I can only speak from my own experience. I don't consider my parents to be liars. Because you have a whole, and here's what I was <laughs> getting at with that question. You have a whole lifetime spending with your parents to see how they are. Yeah. Um, and if you're a liar, then you're a liar. And if you're not, you're not. Santa is irrelevant. And yeah. And I, I'm even thinking about it, even with Lila now, she wasn't mad. Right. She was more sad that she found <laughs> out that Santa wasn't real. Mm-hmm. I hope no kids listen to this. <laughs> um, I, ho- I hope she, yeah, I hope she, yeah, she, she was, she was more disappointed in the fact that he didn't, he, it was, well, it's you and Leah. It's, it's, yeah, it's us. <laughs> mm-hmm. She couldn't care less that we were doing this whole thing. Like, she joined in on the fun all season long. Mm-hmm. Like, she helped with the elves. I'm so glad the elves are gone again. Um, Elf on the shelf. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't Although know why I've we ever introduced that. Funny memes of what people do with their elves on the shelf. It's kind of funny. I don't have the energy. I'm like, uh, <laughs> cookie jar in the tree <laughs> in the stocking attached to a window <laughs> in the fridge in the freezer on the toilet like it's just like i don't do anything with them it's just yeah. like yeah pretty <laughs> it gets to a point where by the end of like on the 23rd of december they're just like laying on the ground somewhere you just kick them a little bit <laughs> yeah they move the, <laughs> the funnest part is when you forget like oh yeah must be they they really liked that We're spot. We're tired <laughs> and <laughs> fell asleep and didn't set a reminder to move the last stupid night. elf. Anyway, so she was like, she was she was into it, and yeah, from a different perspective though, uh, she wanted to keep it for Elena. So she wasn't mad, mm-hmm. and she doesn't consider us to be liars at this point. She just. Probably because you're not liars and you haven't spent her whole childhood right. lying to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they understand it for what it is. Mm-hmm. This was something that brought me great joy for the first 10 years of my life. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. And if you don't want to, don't. But don't suck the fun out of it for other people. Right. That would be doing what thing the wrong way. Not even the right thing the wrong way. It's not the right thing. <laughs> We're both like, hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. That's subjective. It is. Yeah, there, I guess there's a right way to do it. Uh, it. It can be the right thing, but it can be done the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My train of thought just left again. That's okay. It's gone. I left the Well, station. it is the Bermuda Triangle of the calendar, the calendar. So I like that. This podcast won't even probably come out because... No. <laughs> Half of what I said has to be edited out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's just going to get lost in a vortex of some kind. It will. Um, into space. So anyway, that was that for this one. We're excited about this series. You're going to yes. want to come to the brewery, though, for this series because we've got a large backdrop for you guys to write on uh, all series long, and we don't know how long the series is going to last. So 
Um, but write it down. You get to write what Jesus has done in your life. And maybe it's going to be continually throughout this series. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe on a Sunday you're going to hear something that is going to be a reminder for you and you want to write that down. This is his story, my life, the, the story of Jesus and how it's impacted my life. And so we want to write that on this backdrop. It's a large backdrop. I think it's like 18 feet wide by... It's ginormous. It's a large backdrop. And uh, you can write on it. You get. We're going to have markers available on Sunday, how Jesus has impacted your life. And it's so important to do this. It's so important to write this down because once we get to the end of the series, hopefully this entire thing is going to be people's writing on, and, and we're going to look back on it um, and be able to say, wow, I look at all of this that, that Jesus has done in our lives. So it's important that you show up at the brewery. Yes. And I think buy a journal if you don't have one. Yeah. And write things down on your own, too, so you can look back. Yeah. The study we're going through, uh, the the um, commentary that I'm going mm-hmm. through to do this series, you, you're, you're following along with the same one. Yeah. What was the thing they said in the beginning? I don't remember. Write down. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to, we're going to fill in... There's a chart. Yeah. The gospel it's found in, what he did, and when. Oh, right. My yep. mind has 80,000 things going on right That's now, all right. so I can't pull that one out. Yeah. But I will say, you will probably want to get a chronological Bible. It's yep. called the Daily Bible yep. in chronological order. Yep. And that will be a very useful tool. Incredibly helpful. Yep. Now I'm trying to picture the chart. You're just gonna be. You're gonna be able to write down chronologically the events and and the life of Christ mm-hmm. and the scripture that it's found in. So it'll just be a really good, useful tool for you to have and a good reference to keep yeah. when you're reading through your Bible in your quiet time and other things. Yep. And there's oh man, I'm just so excited about this series. I am too. I think it's gonna help people better understand how the Bible's organized and yep. who wrote it and why and yep. what pers- and how it really is sixty six different books written by different people for a different audience with yep. a different reason. Yep. <laughs> Just like you would write a letter to your grandma different from a letter you would write to your son, different Correct. from a letter you would write to your boss. Yep. Um so yeah, yep. I'm excited about this series. So we'll see you. On New Year's Day, make it a New Year's resolution to make it to church every week this year. There you go. Starting on the very first day of the year. It's just a given. What better way to start out 2023 than by going to church in a brewery? I think that's a great way to start out. So do it. We will see you guys on Sunday morning. Have a wonderful week. Yeah. Rest of your week. (laughs) <laughs> the week's probably over when people yeah, are listening probably. to this. Yeah, probably. All right. Happy Friday. Yay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>